0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast where we explore the science behind personal growth and behavior change. That's right. I'm your host, Ruby Rube. And today, we're diving into a fascinating concept that might just reshape how you think about motivation and achieving your goals. Now, you're a human, right? That means you should have a set of goals. Now, picture this. You set a goal for yourself. One that is of course important and meaningful. Now you're you start out you're excited, you're motivated, and you're ready to take on that challenge. But what if I told you that motivation though, yeah, yeah, you know that that's crucial. But it might not be the ultimate driving force behind your success. What if the secret to Achieving your, your goals lies in something else entirely. Oh, do I have your attention? Hmm, yeah, Come on, you know I got your back. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Life is heavy, but we're not always going to have a spot. Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time, he's the one who said the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you're going to learn today. You, you're going to... Be learning about the Fog Behavior Model. Now, in this episode, I'm going to be diving into the insights of a renowned psychologist whose groundbreaking model turns traditional thinking on its head. Let me introduce you to my guy, Dr. B.J. Fogg. Yep, Dr. B.J. Now, he is the mastermind behind the Fog Behavior Model. And FOG is spelled F O G G. That's the dude's last name. Now, this behavior model reveals that it's not just about how badly you want to achieve your goal, but how easy you make it. Have you ever wondered why some habits stick while others fade away? Or why certain behaviors become second nature, seemingly effortlessly, while the other ones, man, they're hard, arduous, seemingly insurmountable. Well, hey, you've tuned into the right spot because I'm going to unravel the science behind Dr. Fogg's revelation. Now, a quote from Dr. Fogg He said, Triggers don't motivate behavior, they prompt it. Ability is what drives behavior. Hmm, interesting, right? I'm going to give you a second or two to chew on that one for a little bit. Alright, that's enough chewing. Get ready for an eye-opening revelation about the power of triggers, their underestimated role of ability, and how making things easy can propel you towards success. I'm going to explore real-life examples, dissect practical applications, and discover how this revolutionary concept can empower you to shape the life you desire. So if you're ready, you look ready, you have on your hiking boots, your fanny pack, and your favorite sports drink, well, let's get ready to unlock the keys to sustainable behavior, change, and harness your true potential. Stay tuned for an episode that might just change the way you approach your goals. This is Gathering Strength, and we're about to embark on a journey of transformation. Before I explain what the Fogg Behavior Model is, hey, I need to acquaint you with Dr. B.J. Fogg himself. All right, now the Fogg behavior model was originated by, I already told you, Dr. B.J. Yep, Dr. B.J. Fogg, a renowned psychologist, researcher, and expert in the field of behavior design. He also holds the high score in Street Fighter. On top of that, he is the director of the Stanford Behavior Design Lab and has made significant contributions to understanding human behavior and its application in technology and design. Now that I have acquainted you with the brilliance of that beautiful mind, the Fog Behavior Model is a way to understand what motivates people to take action. And it has three main parts. Now, the first part of the three main parts is motivation. This is about how much someone wants to do a task. It can be high or low. For example, if you're really hungry, your motivation to eat is high. The second part is ability. This is about how easy or hard the task is to do. It can be simple or difficult. For example, if you know how to tie your shoes easily, the ability to do so is high. Last but not least is trigger. This is the thing that prompts someone to take action. It can be a cue, a a reminder, or anything that triggers the behavior. For example, your phone ringing is a trigger to answer a call. Now, good habits, they follow the, the same path. And bad habits, they follow the same path too. For example, when I... Used to drink, you know. When I was a status quo alcohol drinker, I would only want to smoke a cigarette when I had a little buzz on. Any other time, I would not want to just chill and smoke a cigarette. But because, hey, you know, I had the buzz, it increased my motivation, and then the next thing I had to do was go continue down that path of of the fog behavior model was my ability, hey, is my ability to easily get a cigarette? Was that something that was easy? Or do I need to catch an Uber to go to a 7-Eleven and buy myself a pack of cigarettes? Now, if I had to, you know, take that hard, long path to go and get that stogue, that little nicotine fix, then I probably wouldn't do it. But because my ability... Let, let's say I was hanging out with a, a smoker and they had a cigarette and I could just easily bum one or offer someone a, a dollar for a smoke. Hey, then guess what I'm doing? I'm going to be drinking alcohol, and smoking cigarettes. To recap, the first part is motivation. And that's how much you're willing to. How much you want to do something, ability, how easy it is, and then trigger the thing that that prompts someone to take action. Now, here is how all three of these work together. If motivation and ability are both high, even a small trigger can lead to action. If motivation is really high, people might still act even if the ability is low. Now, reflecting back on that story that I just told you, hey, if I'm drunk and I want a cigarette, hey, my motivation is really high. I guess I'm going to have to uh, catch an Uber to a 7-Eleven and spend $15 on on a pack of cigarettes. Now, if ability is high, a trigger can prompt action, even if motivation is low. So there are, you know, these variables of, you know... Accessibility being high, motivation being low, uh, and you know just toning those things up. Hey, the the, the trigger—it was a big trigger. It was a little trigger, but motivation is high. Uh, availability is hard, you know, because we are complex people. We are frequently shifting the variables that are going to get us. To do a particular habit. The key to building a good habit is to design a task or behavior in a way that matches motivation, ability, and triggers people to make it more likely that people will do them. And then invert that to break the bad habit. You want to make your bad habit, whatever that is, you want to make it hard to do. You want to make it so that there's no triggers and you want to have a low motivation to do it. You want to demonize that bad habit. You want to, you know, say you're trying to lose some weight, right? But the chips and food is abundant. You want to look at yourself like, man, I'm out of shape. I don't want to look how I look anymore, I want to be able to go to the beach, and you want to just, you know, put a, a visual picture in your mind that where you're just getting completely out of shape, and you know, that's someone who you're tired of being or don't want to become, so you make the motivation to consume those foods low, and you make the motivation to get into shape high. Yeah, I know, it's easier said than done, but you can do it. Other people have done it, and if they can do it, you can do it. It's all about just the small daily goals. Now, let's say you want to encourage people to recycle more, right? I'm going to use a a nice no-frills example. Recycling! We can all agree that recycling is good, right? Alright, well, the first part is motivation. You could show them the benefits of recycling, making them want to help the environment. Now, continuing down that path, we have ability. Now, we want to make the ability of recycling super easy. You could place recycling bins everywhere, making it easy for people to to recycle. If you had to go to the top of a mountain to recycle your bottles or things that could be recycled, guess what? Nobody's going to recycle. You need to make it easy. Last but not least, trigger. If you want to trigger recycling, you could put up signs reminding people to recycle. And this is going to serve as cues to take action. Now, when you align those three parts effectively, you're more likely to see people actually recycling more. Now, substitute recycling for any other habit that you want to take hold and do that just over and over, over and over, endlessly, nonstop until you have all of the habits that you want that are good, sustainable, and all of the bad habits that you don't want annihilated. Now here is a few additional points that can help deepen your understanding of the FOG behavior model. Number one is going to be behavior types. The model focuses on three types of behaviors based on the combination of motivation and ability. Now within the behavior types you have easy behaviors, hard behaviors, and spontaneous behaviors. Highlighting easy behaviors. These are actions that are both easy to do and highly motivated, like clicking a like button on a post. Hey, that's simple, right? Now hard behaviors. These actions are the difficult to do and require high motivation, like learning a new language. Spontaneous behaviors. These are actions that are easy to do but require little motivation, like checking your phone when it buzzes. Continuing down that path, we have behavior triggers. Triggers can be of two types. Sensation triggers, which is triggered by your senses like seeing a notification, and anticipation triggers, triggered by your anticipation of a reward or outcome, like checking your email for an important message. Continuing down the path of the fog behavior model, we have behavioral design Now, To create behavior change, you can adjust the elements of the model, increase motivation by emphasizing benefits or rewards, simplify the behavior to make it easier to do, use triggers effectively such as sending reminders or using visual cues. Next we have motivation waves. Now, motivation can fluctuate over time. Using triggers when motivation is high can lead to better results. For instance, offering a discount code when a user is excited about a product can increase the chances of a purchase. Behavior loops. Successful products and services often use behavior loops. This involves a cycle of trigger, action, variable reward, and investment. For example, social media apps trigger you with notifications. You open the app, which is the action. You see interesting content, which is the variable reward. And then you might post something or engage with others. And that's the investment. As you continue down that path, you encounter something called cascading behavior change. And once a behavior becomes a habit, it can lead to a cascade of other behaviors. For instance, someone who starts jogging might also start eating healthier. And someone who starts jogging, they also might start stretching. Someone who starts jogging, they might get better a better night's rest. And man, there you go. A cascading behavior change. Now, don't forget... That the Fog Behavior Model offers a useful framework. Individual behavior can be complex and influenced by various factors. Now, this model is a great starting point to understand what drives actions. But real-world scenarios, well, they might require additional considerations. So, the point of this podcast episode is to learn about the, the way that the human being thinks Apply it to your life, see how it is affecting you, and then use it to your advantage. Now here are some quotes by Dr. B.J. Fogg himself. Quote, For behavior to occur, a person must have sufficient motivation, sufficient ability, and a prompt to perform the behavior. Quote number two, Simplicity changes behavior. When you remove friction, people do things that they weren't doing before. Now, apply that to your life. What did the doctor say? He said that simplicity changes behavior. Now, in order for you to get the habits that you want to do, you need to make them easy to do. And take inventory of your bad habits... Well, you know, you've probably have inadvertently made those bad habits very easy to do. And that's why you you do them. Because they're easy. And while creating a good habit, at first, that is going to be hard. But as you continuously, you know, um, as you continuously keep at it and persevere through that hardship, that good habit replaces the bad habit. And there you are. With two Good habits in your hand. Quote number three. The essence of my behavior model is this. Motivation is not the key to behavior change. Ability is. Now, man, reflect on that. There's a lot of people who think that, hey, I need to have motivation. My motivation needs to be high. Oh, I need to be so motivated. I need to go check out David Goggins and uh, Jocko Willanick and Ryan Holiday. It's like, nah, you need to make make it easy to do these, these hard things. And the way you make that hard thing to do is you just break it down. You make every little aspect easy. Now, quote number four, triggers don't motivate behavior. They prompt it. Ability is what drives behavior. If you want a behavior to occur, make it easy. Going back to that uh, recycling example, you know there's every single business has a, a separation from their garbage to their compost to the recycling. If you had to go to the top of a, of a mountain to drop off your plastic recyclables, nobody would recycle. Another quote from Dr. B.J. Fogg. People are more successful at making desired changes in behavior when they understand what triggers the habit and what disrupts it. So, take inventory of your life and see what triggers your bad habit. And then, see what you can do to disrupt it. Last but not least, when a behavior is hard to do, it requires more motivation. If a behavior is easy to do, it requires less motivation. Now there we have it. Take your hard habits, break them down into simple, easy steps, and bada boom, bada bing, voila! You have yourself a hard habit that you made easy to do. And therefore, man, now you are more like David Goggins over there staying hard. Now, don't take my word for it. This is Dr. B.J. Fogg. And just know that his work has been instrumental in shaping how we think about our behavior change and its practical applications. His insights into motivation, ability and triggers have had a significant impact on various fields from technology design to health behavior interventions, providing a framework that empowers individuals and organizations to drive positive behavior change. Now, in conclusion, the Fogg behavior model presents a paradigm shift in how we approach behavior change and goal achievement. Dr. B.J. Fogg, his insights illuminate the intricate interplay between motivation, ability, and triggers, revealing that the key to success lies in making desired behaviors easier to perform. Remember, triggers prompt action, ability drives behavior, and motivation is just one piece of the puzzle. By internalizing these principles, you have the tools to navigate the intricate landscape of personal growth, habit formation, and productivity. Whether you're aiming to exercise regularly, learn a new skill, or simply become more organized, the Fog Behavior Model empowers you to pave the path to success with strategic triggers, and achievable steps. So, as you embark on your journey of transformation, keep in mind that the power of simplicity, the significance of making tasks effortless, and the pivotal role of triggers. Harness these insights to propel yourself towards your aspirations, and remember that even the most significant changes can begin with the single, easily achievable step. With the Fog Behavior Model as your guiding compass, you hold the key to unlocking your true potential and creating lasting positive changes in your life. As you navigate your path, may these principles become your allies, leading you toward a future defined by intentional actions, consistent progress, and the realization of your most cherished dreams. Thank you once again for joining me on this exploration of behavior change. And remember that with each small action aligned with motivation, ability, and triggers, you're inching yourself closer to the transformation you seek. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, a follow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And in return, I'm going to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward, always onward.